0: All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk. This might be way too upbeat for 8 in the morning, but we're going to go with it. Um And... All right. When, that's. Are we recording? or Are we live? We're live, John. We're live on WIZM fourteen ten AM, ninety two point three FM, and one oh six. Oh, is it one oh six nine FM north of Holman? Like I think it's one oh six. I, I always have to look it up. All but uh, yeah, we're live on the air. That's John Holsey's giggling a little bit. He's an astronomy ed, an, an astronomy educator with driftless stargazing out of Richland County. And uh, from my understanding from our little conversation, because I emailed or I I messaged John in the middle of the night and I said, John, I seen this story about a Perseids meteor shower coming tomorrow. I want to know how to best see this thing. But let's talk a little bit about what you do as an astronomy educator with Driftless Stargazing.
1: I'm on Facebook, and people can find me at Driftless Stargazing, and I mostly reach the area of, you know, the Driftless area of Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota, and Illinois, and what I like to do is tell people about amazing things that are happening up in the sky, so that's kind of the social media part of things, and then the other part of it is I do public programs. I go out to libraries and do presentations and programs there, and I also do programs at public areas called called Star Parties. Where, you know, we gather people together and we enjoy the night sky together. Star parties, uh
0: literal stars as opposed to you know, like Brad Pitt or somebody.
1: That is the name. Star parties <laughs> That's and awesome. these are at public areas where people come together and I can point out some things for people to enjoy in the sky.
0: Now, people that are listening and maybe educators in the area, can can like a school district have you come in and talk about some of this stuff? Does that happen or Yeah, can... I've
1: had a i have had have had a great time talking to talking to schools about schools about stuff. So yep.
0: Yeah, this. Uh, uh, yeah, making this career is pretty awesome. All right, so so tonight, uh, t- well, not tonight. I feel like tomorrow and the next night are, are going to be highlights for this Perseids meteor shower. First of all, why uh, ranking a meteor shower on a scale of one to ten, ten being like the most, the the best. If and it sounds like tomorrow night is going to be clear skies for this. Um, I don't know where does this rank uh, you know, on the chart.
1: Pretty high up there. You know, not quite as high for me as a total solar eclipse because that's an awesome event. And I got to see some northern lights, probably like your other listeners did, back in the spring. That was pretty awesome. But I love how easy it is to see a meteor shower. I love how easy it is to enjoy them. And I love how predictable they are. You know, the northern lights may or may not happen, but this meteor shower, it's been happening for centuries it's it's going to happen this weekend.
0: Okay, so why? Oh, wait a minute. The, you 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 ranked it a little bit different. So you ranked things that are happening in the sky, but what about meteor showers in general? Is this one going to be awesome when it comes to you know? Because sometimes I'll look, I'll lay out in the golf course where I'm at, look up, and eh, I saw like two things in the sky, but but sometimes there's hundreds of them.
1: Yeah, every night you go out, you can see meteors. Meteors are always happening, but this weekend there's going to be many many more meteors maybe one every couple of minutes if you're at a dark sky if you're at a dark sky site
0: okay and we'll get to that in a second but uh, so so why are we having the perseids meteor shower what's happening uh in in space there that this is happening and we know like you said this is very predictable we know exactly when this is going to happen
1: right and it all goes back to uh comets these are these kind of dirty snowballs made up of ice and sand and they orbit around the sun. There's one called Swift-Tuttle and it goes around the sun every 133 years. As it goes around the sun, it leaves comet dust, little grains of dust behind it. And it last passed by back in 1992. Every year as the Earth orbits around the sun, we pass through that comet dust. And so these small pieces of dust about the size of seeds, about the size of sand or maybe gravel, come streaking through, through our atmosphere incredibly quick at about 133 miles per hour. And because they're compressing the air high up, maybe about 60, 50, 60 miles high up, they're creating this glow in the air that we get to see for a couple of, a couple of seconds.
0: We're speaking with John Hazley. He runs Driftless Stargazing. He's an astronomy educator. We're talking about the Perseids meteor shower. Now, it sounds like tomorrow night is going to be and I know I know on your on your Facebook page, on your website it says the next two nights, but I feel like Sunday night is going to be cloudy and it might not be great to just there'll be clouds in the air, It'll be harder to see. But tomorrow night. So, first of all, John, we're, you know, kind of based in Lacrosse. Can I get to can I go up on Granddad's bluff and just lay out there? Will I will will it will it work? Will I be able to see the meteor shower from Granddad bluff?
1: I love being at Granddad's bluff, but I'm not sure, you know, if you're in town, go ahead, take it and enjoy it right there. What I can tell you is you will see more meteors the further away from artificial light that you can you can get. So if you can get away from the lacrosse area, get the sky glows to your back, you're going to see more meteors. If you can't do that, yeah, by all means, head to one of the city parks, head to Grand Isle Bluff, and enjoy the view there.
0: All right. So where would the most ideal place to be? You know, like, let's just go with what? Within an hour of La Crosse, what is the be- where is the best place to go?
1: Right now, I'm looking at a light pollution map, Rick, and I would head south from lacrosse especially to Crawford County and especially to Vernon County, to your south and to your your east. And you're looking for public land. So county parks are good. State parks are good. Especially in Vernon County, I'd like to recommend to you Wildcat Mountain State Park. And they're having a public program on Saturday night at 8 o'clock. You can go to the public program. Some astronomers from outside of Chicago will be there. They'll have their telescopes set up, and they'll be sharing the view, and then when you're done looking through the telescopes, they've got large, grassy areas, and you can set up there, settle down, and enjoy the Perseid meteors. So I would make Wildcat Mountain there. If you don't want to be part of a public event, you can go just bordering on Wildcat Mountain. There's the Kickapoo Valley Reserve, which just has amazing dark and starry skies, and the advantage to Kickapoo Valley Reserve is they're open all night. And you just go to their website. I would Google Kickapoo Valley Reserve, Dark Skies, and we've got a map available for you, and kind of suggesting some spaces, places where you can go.
0: All right, yeah, that sounds yeah, that's perfect. Exactly where where we need to go. If you want to get if you want to get like the the all encompassing experience with other professionals that are or or enthusiasts, I don't know if they're professionals or enthusiasts. Uh, go to the Wildcat Mountain State Park. Um, is there a website that we can we could check this stuff out where here is the time and date to go to check that, that thing out in particular.
1: Yep. Friends of Wildcat Mountain State Park, they have that on their website, and they also have it on their Facebook page as, as an event. And as I mentioned, for Kickapoo Valley Reserve, just go to their website and look for Dark Skies, and we've got a whole page there with maps telling you you know where to go and what to see. Even some suggested campsites, you know, if you want to stay. If you want to stay tonight, there's good campsites there to enjoy it. All right. So what are my
0: expectations when, if I get out to one of these places or just get out, you know, where I was looking at a light map, you, you brought up light map. So I pulled up a light map and these are kind of cool. So you just figure out where you can go. That's public. And, or, or if you got someone that lives out in the boonies, uh, go and lay in their yard and check it out. But what are the, what are the expectations? Am I going to see a meteor a minute, 50 a minute? What's, what's it going to be like?
1: Yeah, I would be careful of the hype of different news outlets saying, you know, hundreds per hour, yeah. just to adjust your expectations that you might see one every couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. And I really like to encourage people of, yeah, just don't go out for five or ten minutes looking for meteors. Give it about an hour, and that way if you get out during a slow period, you know, you're likely to get into a quick period. The other thing that really helps is when you're out longer is you're giving your eyes time to dark adapt, And we humans, we're pretty good about seeing in the dark. The longer we're outside, you know, we adapt better to the dark. You know, our pupils get big. There's all kinds of changes in our retinas. We can see more. So I would really encourage people, yeah, get away from urban lights if you can. Give yourself an hour to dark adapt. Flashlights, put them away because they'll blind you and ruin your night vision. Put your phone away because if you look at that, zap, all your night vision has gone for the next for the next 20 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, that was my next thing. Hey, if you're if you going to have your eyes adjust, you also got to put the phone down. This is a great thing to do with a date too, right, John?
1: This is a great thing to go out, you know, bring your friends because it's a whole lot more fun to do. Bring young people. It's such a ritual to do, you know, on a summer, on a summer evening, and if you talk to people, they remember going out. And I love that it is such an easy event to do. You don't need any special equipment. You know, a telescope's not going to help you see more. Binoculars are not going to help you to see more. You just need your eyes. Go out. Be comfortable. You know, looking up at night, Rick, is really hard on the neck. So I would say lie down. Bring your air mattress. Bring your yoga pad. Bring your foam pad. Bring your sleeping bag. Bring your reclining chair. Bring some beverages. Bring your sleeping bag. And just lie down, dark adapt, look up, and enjoy the pieces of comet dust streaking through the sky.
0: Or just lay in the bed. Or just lay in the bed of your truck.
1: <laughs> uh, that is a classic way. That is a classic way to do it. Yes, Rick.
0: <laughs> uh just last thing with John Hazley, the the astronomy educator at Driftless Stargazing. Check him out on Facebook, Driftless Stargazing. Driftless one word, stargazing one word. Um I don't know. Are you a photography enthusiast? Is there a cool way to do you, are you, will you be taking pictures of this stuff?
1: I won't be because I just like looking up my eye, like I said. I like to keep my phone away at night, but I have got friends who have been taking amazing pictures with their cameras and now, just with their smartphones, and getting really great, getting really great results. So, if you want to go with it, do that, you know, set up your phone in night mode and and have at it. All right, that's
0: John Hazley, the astronomy educator for Driftless Stargazing. The Perseids meteor shower tomorrow night is probably going to be the best night to do it over the weekend. And like he said, go to Wildcat Mountain State Park if you want to get part of a group that's going to kind of uh, educate you a little bit. Otherwise, Kickapoo Valley Reserve was that the other one, John?
1: That is a great spot there, and you can see that on your on your own. And we've got suggested spots suggested spots for you. We you can just kind of settle down. And like I said, Kickapoo Valley Reserve it, it's open all night.
0: And if you want to check to out time. and if you want to check out more of this stuff, he's got. I I feel like you have like five posts about this on your Facebook page. Check out Driftless stargazing.
1: All right. That is a good place to learn more. Yep.
0: All right. Thanks so much. And and not even just for tonight. I mean, John posts stuff like every like every couple of days, maybe even every day, uh, just about what's happening in the night sky. It's really cool, John. I follow your page. I really enjoy it.
1: Fritz, I'm glad I'm glad you follow. So thanks for thanks for connecting with me this morning. So I do hope people get to enjoy those pursuits this weekend.
0: All right. Thanks so much. We'll see
1: you. Okay. Bye, Rick. Yeah, bye.